Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse. Today, I'm going to lay the foundation for the show to help you understand why I'm so passionate about making it easier for parents to talk to their kids about sex and why I believe all adults can benefit from continuing their education in this department. Sex is one of those topics that can be really challenging to have effective conversations around. Parents often tell me that they're very open with their kids and tell me that they don't have any trouble at all when it comes to talking to their kids about sex. But what I've discovered is that when we get into the nuances, the more complicated things, parents are actually quite uncomfortable. The fact is, many adults struggle with talking about sex, especially within their own intimate relationships. If this is true, how can we ever hope to feel comfortable when it comes to talking to our kids about this topic? Personally, I love talking about sex, relationships, and the female body. There are so many aspects to dive in and explore. It's really a source of endless conversation. On my show, my goal is to have fun, engaging, informative conversations full of practical information about all of these various topics. My job is to give you food for thought, things to think about, strategies for you to use to make your life easier, to get your kids to listen, and to help you prepare for these conversations because there is definitely an art to having difficult conversations effectively. I'm going to warn you here and now that there may be times when the discussion becomes graphic or explicit so that we can have real conversations about sex, bodies, pleasure, and how to stay safe. Perhaps most importantly, I'm going to include information that will benefit you personally. Because it's really all about you. You are the example your kids look up to. If you're empowered and knowledgeable about these topics, then it makes sense that your kids will be too. You'll find an underlying theme through many of the episodes focused on ways to improve communication and relationship skills because a happy, healthy relationship is priceless and the benefits are felt throughout your entire family. One of the key ingredients to a great relationship is effective communication. The way a couple interacts makes a lasting impression your kids are learning their relationship skills from you right now. To kick things off, I would like to tell you a couple little stories about how I became interested in changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex. So buckle up. Let's take a little trip back in time. First stop is back when I was around 10 years old. My mom brought me into her bedroom and sat me down on the bed. Apparently, it was time for the talk. Yep, that's right. I am talking about the birds and the bees, and I was not prepared to have this conversation with my mother. In fact, this conversation is one of the many reasons why educating women about their bodies and helping parents talk to their kids about sex became my life's work. It inspired me to become a holistic health practitioner and sex educator. I even created my own flavor of 
holistic sex education because, frankly, it's more than just about sex. My story begins with the first book I learned to read. Bernstein Bears. Bears in the Night. It was a story about a young bear climbing out his bedroom window and slipping off into the night. Unbeknownst to me, or my mother at the time, that this would become a recurring theme in my childhood. The first time I went out my window, I had my little sister in tow. My mother was not too happy about that. I didn't try that again until I was 14, and this time, I had a plan. I was off to meet my boyfriend. I had decided to give my virginity to a person of my choosing, rather than the family member who was trying to take it from me. Long story short, my boyfriend and I, we got caught. And I want you to imagine the drama as it unfolded. It's the middle of the night. My mother, she's up in the kitchen shouting, Norman, don't shoot, don't shoot him. As my dad streaked down the stairs, this flaming ball of paternal rage. This was not part of my plan. I was so lucky I didn't get pregnant that night. Here is a perfect example of how kids fill in the blanks when they don't have all of the facts. Even though I had had sex education in seventh grade at school, my mother and I had the quote-unquote talk, and I received a book explaining puberty and sex. The first time I had sex, I thought as long as I wasn't bleeding that I would not get pregnant. How I came to this misguided belief was that I knew that dogs could get pregnant during heat when the female was bleeding. Turns out, that's 100% wrong. Whoops. I was really lucky. So let me continue with the story. When I acquired my next boyfriend, my mother put me on the pill. I was 15. Five years later, when I was moving into a healthier lifestyle, I had a growing interest in herbal medicine one of my friends had become a vegetarian, and I decided to eliminate meat from my diet. My family thought I was crazy. They were like, you're going to starve. What are you going to eat? Yeah, well, anyway, that's a conversation for another time. At 20, when I made the decision that I didn't want to be on the pill anymore, I had the realization that I was clueless about how to protect myself from getting pregnant. I actually stayed on the pill an extra year longer than I wanted to while I tried to figure out what to do. In my search for information, I often frequented used bookstores. One day I discovered a book that changed my life. It was called Natural Family Planning. I knew in that moment I was holding in my hand an essential piece of information that most women would never know. I had stumbled on a natural solution for my dilemma. It lit a fire in me. Little did I know that this would become my personal PhD in life. I found myself at the local university reading medical journals to discover what the scientists knew about fertility, menstruation, conception, and how the female body worked. The things I discovered in that year blew my mind. I found myself asking these questions 
over and over. What if my mother knew this stuff to teach me? What if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It would be life-changing, maybe even world-changing. It could certainly shift our culture. For me personally, it has been the most empowering thing that I have ever done for myself. I have been able to avoid conception naturally for over 25 years. I want other women to have this opportunity. I don't want other women to experience things like unwanted pregnancies or the stigma of sexually transmitted diseases. Most of the challenges I had growing up around my sexuality could have been avoided with proper education. My mother did the best that she could with the information she had available. It's almost impossible for a parent to know everything that they need to know to help their kids safely navigate things like social media, boundaries and consent, and what is or isn't considered socially acceptable behavior these days. The goal of Holistic Sex Ed Radio is to make it easier for parents to have these frequently difficult conversations with their children. On this show, we will cover a wide spectrum of topics about sexuality, relationships, parenting, and other life skills. The truth is, this program will appeal to adults, parents, and teens. All will find episodes and information of value and interest here. As we head to our commercial break, I'd like to leave you with this powerful message. When we talk about taboo topics, we remove the shame and stigma that surrounds them. It allows us the opportunity to have open, honest, vulnerable conversations with the people that we care about the most. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our children. It's up to us to empower our kids to make better choices that will lead to happier lives, healthier relationships, and better outcomes overall. Who wouldn't want that for their children? It's time for us to take a short break. This is Robin LaCrosse, and you're listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. When we return, we're going to talk about sex education and why most adults are in desperate need of it. Plus, we're going to talk about what holistic sex education is about, and I want your opinion on this, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Whether you are dealing with your child's latest tantrum or disagreeing with your partner about finances, you find yourself having conversations you'd rather not have every day. It's easy to see why we'd rather avoid talking about it. Yet putting off a difficult conversation today can lead to an even bigger problem tomorrow. How do you say what needs to be said and get the results you want without triggering their defenses and risking another disagreement that accomplishes nothing? It's time for a different approach. Robin's five-week course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, outlines a step-by-step approach for the results you want from your most important and hardest conversations. You'll discover how to have more harmonious relationships through better communication, raise difficult issues without backing others into a corner, maintain your focus no matter how the other party reacts, and resolve problems once and for all. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. 
All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Welcome back. As I was preparing to talk to you today, I decided I wanted to define holistic sex education because even though these words bring to mind a vision for many of us, I felt a definition would be really useful for everyone, including myself. As I tried to write out my thoughts to get a definition down on paper, I found myself writing about the problems we face and I just couldn't stop. So before I share the definition that I came up with, let's talk about the problems and why this is important so that we can clear the air and lay it all out on the table so that we can understand what is really at stake before we explore the vision of what's possible. When I get in front of a room to do a talk, I ask people to raise their hands to find out how many got the sex talk from their parents. There have been times where Not one single person in the entire room has raised their hand. It's interesting how times have changed because when surveyed, 80% of parents felt it was their responsibility to educate their kids about sex. Yet many parents tell me that they don't feel qualified. I began to see a need for a way to help parents gain the knowledge and confidence needed to feel qualified to talk to their children about sex. Research has shown that kids who receive a quality sexual education have higher self-esteem, they're less likely to take unnecessary risk, they're better protected from abuse, they have healthier attitudes and relationships, They have higher expectations for the future and are more likely to complete high school and go to college. This means that they'll have a greater opportunity to get a higher paying job. A quality sex education is an essential tool for young people to achieve their life goals. When it comes down to it, there's just no denying that parents are the best people to provide this information. However, it's unreasonable to expect parents to do it alone. Parents need support and education because we never got this information ourselves and times have changed big time. Children today face things that we never even dreamed about. New technologies such as the smartphone and devices combined with internet access nearly everywhere were unheard of 25 years ago. This constant access to the outside world has opened up a Pandora's box, allowing new problems to arise, such as online predators, exposure to pornography, online bullying, sexting, and many other problems. Some parents rely on schools to provide sex education, except that many school districts don't provide any sex education. If they do, there's no guarantee it'll be a good one or that it will provide accurate information. Only 13 states require sex education to be medically accurate. 
More than half of the states don't require any sex education at all in school. In some states, it's just easier not to teach sex ed than it is to conform to some of the laws. You might not be aware of this, but we've had 38 years of abstinence-only sex education. Almost 40 years of letting young people figure out sex on their own. Depending on how old you are, you could be one of those people who have now grown up. I am. This lack of information really does a disservice to our young people. Take a moment to reflect on your first sexual experiences. What were they like? Often those who didn't have good information had less than stellar experiences around sex. It's trial by fire. Without the benefit of a quality sex education, you have to learn the hard way. There's just no other way to do it. Hopefully you're lucky and come out the other side more or less in one piece. All young people at some point will want and need to know how to kiss, give oral sex, to have sex. They have questions. If this information is not readily available, they will turn to the internet to find out. Who knows where Uncle Google will take them? It's like letting your kids get into the car unattended with a creepy stranger. No thank you. With our spotty sex education in school and high percentage of parents who want to talk to their kids about sex but struggle with what to say, how well are we doing as a nation to protect our kids? Let's run through the list of the big three. Sexual abuse, teen pregnancy, and sexually transmitted diseases. How are we doing protecting our kids from sexual predators? Let's see. There are some big scandals like Penn State, the U.S. gymnastics team, the Catholic Church always seems to have some sort of scandal or cover-up going on. And how about the high-profile individuals like R. Kelly or Jeffrey Epstein? These are predators who have carved a niche for themselves where they can take advantage of the unsuspecting and innocent. Our society has a nasty habit of turning a blind eye. As a result, some individuals have the opportunity to abuse hundreds, yes, hundreds of young people over decades. Not cool. Okay, so moving on to our other two topics. If the statistics are any indication of how well we're doing to protect our young people from STDs and unintended pregnancy, it seems we're not doing that great here either. The CDC tells us that we have almost 20 million new cases of sexually transmitted infections every single year. 20 million. Half of those are being diagnosed in young people ages 15 to 24. That's 10 million young people, some of who will get sexually transmitted diseases that will stick with them for life. That's a lot of people. 10 million young people every single year. 20 million people every single year. That's a lot of people. Of course, this means that the other 10 million STDs are being diagnosed in adults. Half of all pregnancies in the U.S. are unintended. Teenagers only contribute a small fraction. For all of our experience with sex, adults are not doing a very good job of protecting ourselves either. What kind of example are we setting? The United States still has one of the highest teen pregnancy rates in the developed world. How is this even possible? Surprisingly, there is some good news in all of this. Teen pregnancy is down. Yay! 
we had less than 200,000 in 2017. 200,000 teen pregnancies in one year alone. Is that really cause for celebration? 200,000 young lives that are forced to pivot and switch focus to raising a baby instead of finishing school, attending college, or taking time to explore the world. Half of teenage girls who get pregnant will never finish school and get their diploma. This directly impacts their ability to obtain satisfying work and provide for their children. Studies have found that if a woman has a baby before she finishes her college education, that it often takes her 20 years longer to obtain her degree, essentially after her kids graduate and leave home. Besides sexually transmitted diseases and teen pregnancy, there are bigger problems endemic to our culture and hidden behind closed doors. The Me Too movement put the spotlight on rampant sexual harassment and sexual assault in the workplace, schools, and in sports industries. Pay is still unequal. Misogyny is everywhere, including the White House. Sexual abuse, teen dating violence is a huge problem. Domestic abuse, and the list just goes on. We have some serious issues to address. Clearly, we could do better. The quality of your child's life depends on it. Of course, that's where Holistic Sex Ed Radio comes in to help fill that gap. When we come back from this short break, we'll talk about what holistic sex education is and how we can fix some of these problems that are so harmful to our society. Let's look at how we can heal some of this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Whether you are dealing with your child's latest tantrum or disagreeing with your partner about finances, you find yourself having conversations you'd rather not have every day. It's easy to see why we'd rather avoid talking about it. Yet putting off a difficult conversation today can lead to an even bigger problem tomorrow. How do you say what needs to be said and get the results you want without triggering their defenses and risking another disagreement that accomplishes nothing? It's time for a different approach. Robin's five-week course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, outlines a step-by-step approach for the results you want from your most important and hardest conversations. You'll discover how to have more harmonious relationships through better communication, raise difficult issues without backing others into a corner, maintain your focus no matter how the other party reacts, and resolve problems once and for all. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Mental illness affects more people than you might think. Now there's a program that showcases support resources, how many people in our society view mental illness, and how the culture surrounding it is changing. Listen for We Are Hope with co-founder and host Sean Perry. Mental health is being seen as a public health crisis, and we want to help, support, and listen. You'll hear the discussions and conversations that need to happen. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. 
Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Welcome back. Now that we have covered some of the problems and the issues facing parents, we can move into what I really wanted to talk to you about, which is holistic sex education. In order to understand holistic sex ed, we first need to understand what regular sex education is about. The Science Daily describes sex education as a broad term used to describe education about human sexual anatomy, reproduction, intercourse, and other aspects of human sexual behavior. Ideally, a basic sex education would include all of that along with information on how to practice safe sex. Information about contraception is essential to prevent unintended pregnancy. Knowledge about how the various sexually transmitted infections can be acquired can be very helpful in preventing their spread. Young people should also have an understanding of how alcohol and drug use can affect decision-making abilities and increase the risk of being taken advantage of, plus information about consent and how alcohol and drug use can increase the risk of poor choices that may have unforeseen consequences. Unfortunately, there are many people who lack this very basic level of sex education. I hear stories about men who act like They're straight out of an 80s movie scene where they're trying to make their move on their date and it just turns out to be really creepy and awkward, rejected. How about some communication first, right? Times have changed. So, and, or what about this guy on the dating apps advertising his vasectomy? Ew, no thank you. God, diseases, oh God, that was just horrifying. Basic sex education rarely contains any information on female pleasure, and it takes a fair amount of experience to figure this part out. Some people never figure it out. In one of the female sexuality classes that I was part of a few years ago, a 70-year-old student was upset that it had taken her this long to learn how to be orgasmic. She felt like she missed out. It was a total bummer for her. (laughs) I mean, she's happy on one hand, but really kind of sad on the other. Most people don't learn much beyond the basics of sex. Men may become skilled at oral sex and pleasing their partners. Women may learn how to have one to three different kinds of orgasm consistently. Did you know that it's possible for men to learn how to separate orgasm from ejaculation or that it's possible for men to have full body orgasms? Women's bodies are capable of some pretty amazing things too. We can be multi-orgasmic. We can have full body orgasms too. We are capable of many different kinds of orgasms, the most common being clitoral, G-spot, and A-spot, I think it's safe to say that most of us have only scratched the surface of this topic that we call sex. Wouldn't it be nice if our sexual education included a guide on how to be an amazing lover? Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to figure all of this stuff out from the beginning, like the very beginning? (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. So now that we have established that there is so much more possible than the average person experiences when it comes to sex, let's turn our attention to defining holistic sexuality and holistic sex education. In my efforts to define the concept of holistic sex ed, I've been asking people what they think it means. You see, I made this phrase up. I'm not the first one to use it but I feel like it defines the essence of what I'm trying to capture. I would be curious to know what this phrase brings to mind for you. You can go to my Facebook page and find the post for today's show and put your answer in the comments. On September 5th, my birthday, I'll go and pick my favorite response 
and come up with a little prize for the winner. So just take a moment and jot down whatever your first impression of that phrase, holistic sex ed, was and post it for me. You can go to my website and then there's a link to the Facebook page from there. That'll be easier than me trying to tell you how to go there. Or you can just Google or, well, uh, type in this Facebook search bar, holistic sex ed, and that should help you find my page too. Before we define holistic sex education, let's take a moment to define the word holistic since not everyone is familiar with a holistic lifestyle or holistic healing. First, holistic can be a philosophy that is characterized by comprehension of the parts of something as intimately interconnected and understandable only in reference to the whole. That's a lot to grasp, isn't it? So basically, in other words, we're looking at the big, the big picture. As in a holistic lifestyle where you're mindful of what you eat, you manage your stress levels, you take good care of your body, you exercise, you sleep well, you spend time doing things that you enjoy, and you see and understand how that contributes to a healthy, happy life. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Holistic can also refer to a modality of healing characterized by the treatment of the whole person, taking into account mental, emotional, and social factors rather than just the physical symptoms of a disease. An example of this might be someone who has been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. They may be prescribed a medication by their physician to manage the symptoms of high blood sugar. Whereas a holistic approach to address the condition would be to modify the diet, lower stress levels, improve sleep quality, identify any additional factors that may be contributing to the conditions that is putting a strain on the pancreas. There could be genetic factors. We take all of that into consideration. I'm going to expand on the definitions here that are listed to include our personal story, our family history, our genetics, and our relationship with spirit under the umbrella of holistic, because these are also part of the whole person. I see holistic sex education as including everything that is in regular sex ed, but it's so much more than that. The definition I came up with is holistic sex education is the process in which we acquire the knowledge and the skills necessary to bring about deeply fulfilling relationships and sexual experiences through a greater understanding of the human body and how effective communication binds two people together. It brings a sacred element into sexuality. It recognizes the opportunity for a greater connection between mind, body, and spirit within oneself and with another through sexual expression and intimate relationship or partnership. It provides the opportunity for deeper levels of intimacy and connection with our beloved. It is the realization that there is more to be explored than we have had the opportunity to experience so far. It's the acknowledgement that there is room for growth and personal development as a result of our intimate partnerships. Relationships that can grow and evolve together. It is the system for which this knowledge can be shared. This idea is not unique. There are ancient books discussing these topics. Take the Kama Sutra, for example. According to Wikipedia, it's a guide to the art of living well, the nature of love, finding a life partner, 
managing one's love life, and other aspects pertaining to the pleasures of human life. I think of holistic sex ed like this. However, unlike the Kama Sutra, holistic sex ed does not contain chapters on where and when infidelity is appropriate. No, no, definitely not. There are other ancient practices like Tantra, which tap into the energetic, sacred, and divine aspects of sexuality. We have barely scratched the surface of sexuality. We still have trouble talking about sex and pleasure with our own intimate partners, never mind talking to our kids about it. When we come back from our break, I want to give you a crash course in what topics to cover with your kids and at what age it's appropriate to cover them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Whether you are dealing with your child's latest tantrum or disagreeing with your partner about finances, you find yourself having conversations you'd rather not have every day. It's easy to see why we'd rather avoid talking about it. Yet putting off a difficult conversation today can lead to an even bigger problem tomorrow. How do you say what needs to be said and get the results you want without triggering their defenses and risking another disagreement that accomplishes nothing? It's time for a different approach. Robin's five-week course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, outlines a step-by-step approach for the results you want from your most important and hardest conversations. You'll discover how to have more harmonious relationships through better communication, raise difficult issues without backing others into a corner, maintain your focus no matter how the other party reacts, and resolve problems once and for all. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Hello, I'm Cass Thomas, and I'd like to invite you to join me and my friend Monish for our show, Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. We'll be talking about exclusion, abuse, possibilities, addiction, relationships, LGBT, and more. Is it time to create the life you truly desire? Join us, Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. This conversation can change your life. It is certainly changing ours. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. In our final segment today, I would like to give you a crash course in what topics to cover with your kids and what age is appropriate to cover them. Remember, this is a crash course. I teach year-long programs on what to talk about, how to say it, and when to say it. In my upcoming course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, I teach parents how to talk to their kids so that relationships can be more harmonious. We cover how to raise difficult issues without putting the other person on the defensive. It's a great skill to have when it comes to these conversations. If you feel uncomfortable at all with these topics, please practice with your friends and your partner. As you discuss these topics, you'll figure out what messages you want to deliver. And as you practice, they'll become easier to say. Alison Armstrong, my guest for next week, has a great piece of advice for you when it comes to talking to your kids about sex. You'll have to tune in next week to find out what it is. Yes, it's true. You'll have to come back next week. Start slow. Be kind to yourself. Remember, The majority of us didn't get sex education, and 
we didn't have adults model this conversation for us as we were growing up. Here's a tip that will help you when it comes to framing your conversations. If you identify what your values are, you can include them in your conversations. This will make the conversation more valuable to you both, really. You might have to take some time and figure out what your values are. I know that this isn't really something that we talk about very much or think about very often, and so you may need to kind of work it out. If you need help with that, I do have a workbook that's designed to help with this type of thing. It's called Seize the Moment, It's Your Life, and I have some info on my website if you have any interest in that. It's a workbook that basically helps you figure out what you want to do with your life. It's really great for teenagers or for year-end projects. So yes, that's on the website if you want to take a look at that. Okay, so now let's go through the different age groups. So little tiny babies, you can teach them the correct name of body parts. Once kids get to age three to five in there, again, you can go even deeper into the correct terminology for external body parts. We want to talk about touching, sexual abuse of prevention, what to do if it happens, make it very clear that it's never the child's fault, that they won't be in trouble. Be prepared for curiosity about bodies, who, what, why questions, explaining that certain behaviors are not acceptable in public. Try to avoid shaming. A lot of times children in this age group will touch their genitals. So you want to let them know where these kinds of behavior are okay and where they're not. You can teach them boundaries, mind yours, sharing. You can teach them about emotions, what they are, you know, what they feel like. I helped kids identify what they feel and that it's okay. Give them permission to show emotion. Teach empathy and teach them about conflict and disappointment. Everybody needs to know how to handle rejection. Once you get into the age groups of six to eight, again, anatomy, we're going to go for internal now and external parts, how girls and boys are different, proper terminology. We may start getting into some slang and derogatory words. Sexual abuse uh, prevention, we can get into some more uh, sophisticated conversations. We're going to give an overview of sex, where babies come from, just the very basics. Going to start talking about consent, just in general, boundaries in general. These are topics that you can introduce that have nothing to do with sex. And you can lay the foundation there for in the future when the conversation does come to sex, consent, boundaries, this sort of thing, then it's just kind of an extension of what they have already learned. And then at this age, you can start introducing concepts like what is love, different kinds of love, self-love, meeting needs, respect, bullying. Once we get into the age group of 9 to 12, we can go even deeper into anatomy. We want to explain how the body changes during puberty Again, we may want to um, talk about slang and derogatory words. We're going to talk about physiology. It's time to start educating girls and boys about menstruation, fertility cycles, conception, and pregnancy. For sexual uh, abuse prevention, we can get more sophisticated now. And this age group in particular is at greater risk. So just an FYI for you. As far as emotions go, it's important to talk about how puberty affects feelings, moods, and the intensity of emotion to help prepare children for things that they're going to be experiencing over the next few years. We're going to talk about consent during physical contact and intimacy, concepts we can cover our gender, sexual preference, desire, pleasure, healthy relationships, being kind peer pressure, boundaries, respect, the mechanics of sex. Sex does not equal love. That's an important concept, especially for girls. We should talk about breakups and how to handle a breakup and dealing with unreciprocated feelings. This is also a good time for conversations about sexting and porn. Also, how to stay safe on social media, warnings about chat room strangers, 
conversations about safe sex, birth control, STDs, alcohol, drugs, sexual abuse, sexual assault, sexual harassment, and also rape. So a lot of definitely getting into more intense conversations. And finally, ages 13 and up, we're going to get into some of the more complex concepts, pleasure during sex, sensuality, sexiness, what is sexy, sexual desire, gauging the readiness for sex, expectations with sex. For the emotional realm, we can talk about, again, emotional intensity, emotions that come up with when sexually intimate with someone, rejection, acceptance, love, anger, sadness, broken hearts. This is also a good time to educate your children about masturbation, including how to, orgasms, yes, how to, and the different kinds. It's also a time to have conversations about dating, about choosing a partner, what qualities to look for, staying safe, expectations, Consent every step of the way, when it can't be given, casual sex, disappointment, communication, relationship goals, breaking up. Conversations around staying safe are going to be safe sex conversations. We can, again, reinforce the STD, alcohol, and drug conversations. We can talk about sexual abuse again because this is still an age group that is at risk. Sexual assault, sexual harassment, rape, date rape is an important conversation that we need to have. And also date rape drugs. It's important for kids to know that these kinds of things exist. Also, we can talk about more safe sex, STD, birth control options, emergency contraception, oral and anal sex, and the safety thereof. And then again, media safety, we can go in deeper in that, talking about sexting, the risk of nude photos, giving personal information to strangers, online porn, online dating. These are all conversations that we can have. I know that was a lot of information and you probably couldn't write fast enough, but don't worry. I have all this information put into a handy little guide called Mom's Quick Start Guide, which is perfectly fine for dads too. I just happened to start out my journey with talking to moms, helping them raise empowered daughters. So that's where this comes from. But this is conversations about growing up, sex, and staying safe. This little ebook will give you that whole entire list plus some additional information as well. Thank you so much for being with us here today, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.